but it's extremely important to build to have your community and your community is built with of allies of every type okay and this is in harmony peace and harmony and in prosperity so that you can be successful in your life how, how people okay i know that you did talk about education because if you come as um as a student before you already are entry to the community don't but say maybe for example uh you come with a visa for work how do you enter into a community uh because now as a traditional society where people right. have a lot of value right. for traditional setting uh, right. you need to know somebody who knows somebody that knows somebody who knows somebody then your yeah. it will be easy for you don't if you don't, then it's going to be hard for you. Italy has a great quality of life, but integration into society has so many barriers that I almost recommend to, uh, recommend avoiding it. Not entirely, and it is important to integrate and it is important to be beneficial to the society. And you can do that in a million ways. Absolutely. Um, but to, it's almost more important to be as economically independent as you can and then work into being economically integrated because of the barriers. So my name is Serskai Shudi and I work in different areas of business development, commercial representation. I help uh, small, small business owners I, uh, in expanding their business, looking for opportunity. I do a lot of con consultancy and consultation, and I work in startup activities. Uh, generally, I try to represent the underrepresented because even that's a, that's a, a point, of course, that I identify with personally. But I also always see the need for more development and representation in underrepresented areas. So I do try to focus on that. And it's an area that, of course, in every market, there's a lot to, to be done. But I would say, especially especially in the Italian market, there's a big area of, in, of improvement and uh, opportunity for business development. And specifically, you know, working with companies for exportation, working with uh, small businesses to find new clients, to find different ways to uh, pre present their products and services, but also how to uh, develop their, their own products and services to respond better to the market. So both the national market, international market, etc. So that's mostly what I do. <laughs> All right, that's then, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is the second part of our interview because uh, mm -hmm. we did the first uh, time uh, a couple of days ago, which is already mm -hmm. live. Uh, of course, people, they can see it there and watch. It was really a very interesting conversation. And of course, mm -hmm. we were not able to cover uh, all we wanted to talk about there uh, because also we didn't want to spend much time here. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, we know you needed to take care of other things within your area of business. So we said, okay, let's talk about it again. So today we are going to be concentrating on your activism because mm -hmm. we know that now you are coming from the United States, but you live in Italy. You've been living here for a long time. Uh, so mm -hmm. yeah, uh, the first question would be, how did you get started in activism? Help us understand that. Yes. Okay. So this is now again coming into the Italian market. Uh, for example, uh, my background was in the US. I did study in Europe as well. So I studied in the Czech Republic and in Italy and um, that was and then in the US. But I did use education as a way to get established uh, in the European market. There are a lot of there's a lot of opportunity in with universities, with inst institutes, with uh, the academies. Uh, education is a good entry point into any market, especially for for young people. Uh, now, again, this is in speaking in establishing uh, establishing yourself within a market. Now, you know, I believe in education at any age. I really do. I think education is a permanent state of mind, <laughs> and you know. One of my one of my taglines is actually never stop learning uh, because of the fact that, you know, again, it's very important to continue educating yourself, learning. Uh, and so that's always a way to uh, gain entry as a person. OK, now, as in your business dealings any longer today, it's a, it is about connections. It's human connection helps a lot. 
but it's also about establishing your brand identity, your positioning, uh, you know, your visibility. So making whatever you're doing accessible to other markets, uh, to other places, to other clients that aren't in your physical vicinity. And any longer, there are a lot of tools and resources. There's really everything you can think of, and they're mostly free. Uh, even registering a domain can cost as little as one euro, uh, you know, or one dollar. Uh, you know, building a website can be free. There are lots of free resources, uh, such as even WordPress, or um, a couple other ones are uh, Wix. I use personally. I like that one quite a bit. W I X. And then, yes, WordPress is very established. So, so these are ways of building your own tools by yourself to be able to um, expand the market. Now, this, again, is a way to begin. I don't recommend this once you get established in your business. I recommend working with a very uh, with, a, with a good agency that you trust that can handle a lot of areas of uh, communications that also can help you get established in a particular geographical area. So if you want to be selling your services in Germany, I recommend finding a German agency or finding an agency that is specialized in the German market. Uh, working with agencies, et cetera, is a way to expand your business more quickly. So to get started, I would recommend that to, to do something for yourself so you can just get some presence. Uh, but then in terms of actually managing it, expanding it, or if you are able to have the resources to work with an agency, that is best case scenario. Now, in what you're doing, um, and I could continue talking and talking. So if you have any... No, no, say, no, go on, go on. Anyway, go on. Uh, anyway I would like you yeah. to sort of at this point uh, clarify yeah. for us, what is your scope? What is your area? Let's let look at you uh, when you came to Italy um, mm -hmm. several years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. And you are starting to have your footing on the ground. Of course, uh, if you are in Italy now, Amy, mm -hmm. you understand the Italian culture because people yeah. uh, are, are basically governed by their culture, their way of life, their yes. understanding in life. Uh, yes. So if you were to go out just now, you go to have maybe cappuccino. Of course, you can have cappuccino <laughs> anywhere, no? But of course, that is the way that it is usually approached here in Italy. Uh, you right. know, the Italian colloquium. Uh, because if you don't uh, put all this into your conversation, it's not going to resonate with the local people. And if it doesn't right. resonate with the local people, you're not going to have the local business. It is right, it's very right. simple. So right. tell me, say maybe uh, if you could reverse the hand of time, you are just entering yes. Italy today. What right. would you focus on? Okay, all right. So now, first of all, building your community. Now, that is one thing that Italy is, it's very protectionist around its own community its own culture it's very it doesn't you know it's very closed very closed uh, to to outward influences it doesn't want to change it has 2000 years of history it and it's that it's dragging behind its back <laughs> towards the future the future is barely even mentioned or noticed let alone there's no focus on the future it's all about you know tradition and history and and all this past uh, ways of doing things and everything's defined very precisely. You have, you know, this is what you do in August. This is what you do in December. This is what you do at 7.30 PM. This, you know, it's, it's, it's very, there's a lot of, it's very uh, homogenous in, in, in as a culture. Everybody does the same thing. Everybody goes to that place or that place, you know, for summer. For So there's not a lot of space or appreciation for other ways of doing things, for other ways of being, for other ways of thinking, other ways of applying, uh, you know, so so it's very closed, very closed. And so everyone adheres to this definition because there's no space otherwise. So I highly recommend building your community. You have to have your community and communities can, again, having multi uh, national, multi ethical, multi religious, multi, everything, communities are very important. It's something that makes, you know, for example, places like the United States, states were built on this. Now there's lots of definitions of, and, and, you know, there was lots of hardships and difficulties in integrating different cultures, but it's extremely important to build, to have your community and your community is built with, of allies of every type. Okay. And this is in harmony, peace and harmony and in prosperity so that you can be successful in your life, okay? 
So, you know, there's no, and, and again, building your community, the people that you can trust, the people that understand you, okay? Again, this is just reinforcing uh, what is your strong point, okay? It's reinforcing your allies, your, your you know, assistance, your uh, everything around you. So it's, it is important to have that. Uh, and again, you know, this, your community can be built, uh, you know, based on, you know, the, the person who runs the grocery store next to you or the local business owner or, you know, your agency, for example, if you're working with agencies is always, is always helpful uh, representation of what you're doing, of what you need to be done. That's local, that's established. These sorts of activities are, are very, uh, very helpful and very beneficial. So in that, that being said, you know, making sure that you look for where you can have a community, okay, where you can have support. And sometimes it comes from places you would not expect. It's not always where you think, you know, it it would be. So um, sometimes it has to do with your own personal uh, experience or, um, you know, your your way of applying yourself or what's important to you. You know, you can find a, a community in sports. You could find, you know, if you like, I don't know, swimming, you find a swimming community. If you like, you know, the arts, you find an arts community. So it can be in your interests. It can be in your language. It can be in your um, where your your provenance or where you're coming from. It can be in uh, where you want to go. Okay, you want to you want to work in, uh, I don't know, if let's say in uh, in business or business development or in you know commerce, uh, importation, exportation. Find your community. So that's and that can be done social media. That can be done. And it's a matter of making contacts and making solid contacts, people that you can trust that can trust you. And at that point, you can do business with those people. Okay, real business. You can actually have ways of of finding opportunities for them. They find opportunities for you. Okay, so it's that relevance that gives you a a very strong point of uh, point of uh, starting point. And as Italy doesn't have a lot of space for independent um, entrepreneurs, <laughs> um, there is space, but you really have to create your space. So create your space, you know, find your community, find your, your points of entry. Education is a good way because with education, even on a, you know, for example, if you enroll into a university, universities are free that you do pay tax taxes. Okay. If you can enroll into a university and it's not easy, there are a million um, difficulties in, in just in enrolling in a university, but now there are online universities, et cetera. If you enroll in a university, you can get your permits to stay here in Italy, okay? You can get your residency. You can have a job 20 hours a week, okay? So these are ways of being able to become established because one thing that's important too in life and business and everything is is establishing yourself, right? And it has, again, it's a game. You have to play the game. Is it very difficult to fill out all those forms to be able to apply for university, which they're in Italian? It's very difficult. Today, it takes a second to scan that photo, translate it into the language, whatever language you want, and be able to do it, okay? So we have the tools today to be able to surpass. It's, It's like gatekeeping. I don't know if you've heard the expression of gatekeeping, but Italy has a million, <laughs> a million, million. Everybody's a gatekeeper. Everybody. Okay. So. Yeah. But thank, they, thank you so much for that. Oh, uh, thank yeah. for for helping people to understand the sometimes the complexity of a society. You know, right. of course, we are looking at the typical uh, European society. Maybe we could call it like that because I've seen a lot of people uh, that are not necessarily Italian, but that are coming from other part of Europe. Whether you're looking at the Netherlands or maybe people coming from uh, oh, sure. Uh, sure. apart from sure. apart from the United Kingdom, for example, that might have a little bit more opening. Uh, maybe because it's highly influenced by the United States. Okay, it's a yeah. it's a country that colonized the United States, but it's highly influenced by the culture coming from the United States. That also right. is true because that is this a delicate power balance that is going on there. Uh, so right. it's more influenced compared to maybe uh, Italy or, or France or the Netherlands or even right. Germany. Okay, Germany is also a little bit uh, more uh, 
getting more influence. As we are looking at the, the new world, as you might want to call it, as we move into the future, where there is a globalized society, right, it becomes a little right. bit difficult for people who have those kind of mindset because now you are going to learn how to dance, the, play the game. Exactly. Let me put it like that because you like to use yeah. that word, play the game. So we need to play this mm -hmm. kind of game where yeah. uh, you are uh, interacting with other people that are not necessarily like you. They don't practice your religion. They don't uh, uh, believe in your culture, for example. But you have to deal with them because uh, we now have a common playground. You know, it, it, it used to be called, up uh, recently, uh, that the internet make the world, we make the world look like a global village. That is no right. longer make like. It's not really a global village. Meaning right, that right. whenever you are in the world, whether you are in China or you are in the, are in Canada or in the US, you are in Nigeria or you are in South Africa, the world has become a global village. And right. if we play the game of tradition, we're not going to mm -hmm. be able to play in this game because it's a global village. Sure. So it's good that we sort of have a more open mind uh, towards other people that are different from you so that you right. can play. So the question I really would like to ask you is, uh, how was it easy for you to sort of penetrate the system that is maybe this different from where you are coming from? So that right. other people can... I, I know you already sort of uh, highlight what they need to do, but we want to learn from your personal experiences. What yes. did you do to be able to enter into the society? Right, right, right. Uh, so, so the same thing, you know, I did come for education, first of all. So I already had received a undergraduate degree you know, I came in a very organic way. Now you can, one thing that could work, uh, of course, it's it's kind of a mm, leapfrog sort of a, uh, of a method would be, or a shortcut would be to find, you know, a company that, to start off working for a company. Now, if you're doing, um, if you're working independently, then I do recommend, uh, you know, establishing, for example, you can establish the business uh, and uh, from, from inside the country, from the European um, continent, or from outside the European continent, because of course, you know, Europe is divided into European citizens and non-European citizens, right? And that's the way um, Italy is works as well. So if you're within Italy, it's very easy. I'm sorry, if you're in within Europe, it's very easy to get established in Italy uh, because you can live and work and do anything you want in any European country. So. One other way is to look into, um, so in terms of, so there's the, you know, personal, um, personal ways and business ways that we can speak about. Do you want to speak about more as a person or more as a, as a business in terms of uh, how to enter into Italy? Because those are two very, you know, those are two very different areas. So if you, if we're speaking about on a personal side, as I mentioned, um, either, there's basically, you know, there are three types of visas, <laughs> for example, because you need a visa to come. We can just speak very, you know, very, this is very, um, um, yeah. so the, your, your types of visas are your family visa. So if you are able to find a family heritage or if you have somebody in your immediate or uh, past uh, history that is European, French, German, Spanish, um, Portuguese, you know, any European country, and, and you can establish that that lineage, you can get um, even citizenship, okay, with for Europe. Again, bureaucracy is difficult, and that's the game of Italy, is bureaucracy. <laughs> and it's a, it's a never-ending game, it really is. So in that case, a lot of paperwork, you can find, you know, you can find applications for anything you need, but it's a lot of paperwork. That's one thing that takes a lot of work. So, you know, getting used to finding forms, filling them out and jumping through the hoops, because that's the thing about Italy is a lot of jumping through hoops and it is a game. It's a bit. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, anyway, maybe I'm not going to uh, criticize Italy, although I've been here for a long time too. So of course yeah. I can make my, go my own criticism because sometimes I do see some of this law that really I know sort of uh, making things easier for people to do more. So, okay, let, let me explain what I mean. When sure. the system is so tough yeah. that the people cannot pass through the system, they right. bypass the system. Right. Because exactly. the human being, oh, yeah. 
the human being want freedom to be able to function absolutely absolutely and this is completely understandable completely understandable oh go ahead no 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 no. i'm I'm listening to you it's good good yeah no i completely agree with that i I agree because exactly and you know being able to have there is the right to movement and, and freedom of movement and you know the if you look at the definition of human rights um you know even the right to freedom and happiness okay and or the the right to expand on you know the right to expand on your your personal situation or what you know these are human rights so being able to have those human rights applied to immigration and emigration you know it's going to take a minute but that's that is an application of human rights that that is necessary so you know because even different forms of oppression do exist and people who are moving around you know sometimes it's for education, it can be for, um, you know, curiosity, it can be for um, whatever reason you want, but those are human rights and human freedoms. Those are. So when a system is making it so difficult for that to happen, it is a form of human rights to be able to bypass that. It is an application of, of your human right to do that. Now, in terms of, of course, there are even you know, I do, I do work a lot in, especially in the last couple of years, I've been doing a lot of work in areas of um, legal areas and areas of, of, you know, the application of law and in terms of um, where it's applied correctly and where it's absolutely uh, applied, absolutely incorrectly, where there are, you know, there's protectionism, there's, um, you know, um, all sorts of, it's forms of um, intolerance basically, but, or forms of, um, I don't know, not being, not, not allowing equal rights, full stop. Okay. So, um, and, you know, again, one of the biggest barriers in Italy is this form of gatekeeping, which is a bureaucratic, it's like paper pushing basically, or pencil pushing is what it's called, where it's, you really have to do a lot of formal, um, you know, you have to almost research through, Italian bureaucracy, so Italian state uh, information. So you know the the state of of Italy. If you research through the procedures and you follow those procedures, you can you can do it. You can do anything you want. But again, of course, the barriers are extremely high, and they're put into place to make it more difficult, right? But um, the legal path, the, so the path into being able to um, establish yourself, there are lots of different paths. I think, you know, um, the the art of research is one of the most useful forms of art <laughs> that there is. And I, I'm saying a form of art because, you know, being able to identify what you, you know, identify what your goals are, identify what you need, identify your um, the course that you have to take to get there is not easy. It's quite difficult. So being able to do that is an art form. And I highly recommend that. I highly recommend, uh, you know, it, it. sometimes it has to do even with linguistic ability, simply, you know, um, you, and there's resources now, there's, there's a million resource, resources to be sure that you're linguistically using, you know, you're understanding what you need to look for, or, you know, that you're establishing um, the, the, you could say the, the correct paths that you need to take in order to, to get the documentation, the paperwork, the, you know, so, and, you know, that's one of the biggest barriers in Italy, I have to say, is the, the legal system. It is a mess, <laughs> and this is well known. It's a mess, absolutely. And this is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you had maybe, uh, of course, uh, all yeah. right, let me let me explain to you uh, briefly so yes. at least you understand the background, where we are coming from. Yes. I came to Italy in the August of 2004. Okay. As yeah. At the point, I decided to find out what is the story of Africans in Northern Italy, which is where I live. Uh, so in places in the Veneto region, uh, talking mm-hmm. of Verona, Vicenza, and Padova. Yes. This way, I actually carry out my research uh, from right. where I published two books and a documentary, uh, oh, which wow. was yes. screened I here. I need to, 
yeah, yeah. Read, I, I saw something about it, but I, I need to, I'd like to, to watch it and read them. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, sure. They are, yeah. they are valuable. So uh, Adelia, I'll be trying to collect data about these, these people, or our people uh, in yeah. this part of the world. So I'll be tickling with the argument for a very long time. And I think I will continue to do that because I think it is important to talk about this these experiences you see yes, yes. Uh, that yes. people uh, come here you need to learn you, you need to live uh, and living in italy and living in where you are coming from is completely different but you need to be able to live here to be able to both contribute to where you are coming from and also contribute to where you are living it is almost obligatory right. for you to do this as a human being you need to contribute to the italian society but the way you can contribute to the italian society is if you understand what you are supposed to do and like I say, right. it's not really that easy to understand the complexity of this society. So right. um, even though I'll be here for a very long time, sometimes I still find a lot of trap that I'm not able to move my legs very well. But it's okay. I, I'm, I'm fine. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so yeah, within, right. within the business setting, which is actually where we are concentrating on just now, have you yes. met some people who maybe have come from other parts of the world? Because, you know, we are talking about human rights. The human right, it, the, the, the freedom to movement is actually one of the basic human rights. You know, whether you are uh from an advanced economy like that of us or in canada yeah. uh yeah. you can also be free to live in a country in africa or in asia it's your right no because you are a human being you should be free to say oh i want to live among these people you see right it's the right thing to do but sometimes right. it's not always very easy you see all right, right now looking at it from the point of view of business again have you mm -hmm. seen mm -hmm. some people who uh, are immigrants who have become citizens or maybe who are living here legally and they want to do yes. business and they have complained to you. What did they complain to you of living in Italy and doing business? What, is, what are their challenges? Yes. So, you know, that's the thing. With such a high entry level into Italy, such a, such high barriers and such a high entry level, just in terms of the bureaucracy in order to get here. So you either have to get an immigration lawyer and, and you know, have the resources to pay. Uh, that which you know it's it's feasible but again it depends on everybody comes from different economic situations you can do it yourself you can do it yourself and that's what most people do if you are able to get through the bureaucracy by yourself then that means that you are very highly educated <laughs> you know even if your education came through your desire to to make that move right so um you know, it's one of the education is very important. But one thing that's interesting, once you do get here, um, you know, Italy, Italy, like a lot of different countries, there are different areas of, of application of, you know, the economy, for example, here is based on lots of different factors. There is a lot of local pr production of food production. There's a lot of, um, you know, our artisan activities where which is just handmade work etc so Italy still has a lot of tradition in its economy and how it's structured a lot of small businesses businesses of one you know one person to 10 people that's the majority of the businesses in Italy um, so a lot of them are there's also a lot of small medium on um, enterprises but even the small medium you know they might have 50 people so or 30 you know um, but there's there's a lot of small structures it's not like, like in the us where it's just it's like mega galactic you know where there there are other structures but there's also you know other definitions of quality of life of um you know of work life balance of freedoms you know um so i sometimes i do define freedoms as you know the ability to have a vacation two or three times two or three times uh two times a year but that's not always possible either that's you know, again, <laughs> lovely. That's that's an Italian standard, though, which is interesting. You know, um, so the Italian standard of life is very high, but that's why it's also there's a lot of protectionism. So, and then again, you know, being able to adhere to that, you know, there's it, you do have to have community because Italian life is based on on that as well, like family family communities mostly in Italy. So, you know, and um, okay, so the last thing that we were speaking about was in terms of expectations, you know, this is one thing that's very interesting too. And I, I do have to comment on this. Um, I remember when my, I, my sister and brother-in-law live in um, Germany, my sister, my brother-in-law is German. My sister, who's, she's actually my twin sister has 
lived in Germany for, she came one year, almost two years before I did. So she had been, she's been established in Germany for going on 26, 27 years now. <laughs> um, it's a long time. <laughs> uh, so any case, um, and that being said, uh, when my, um, when my brother-in-law, who's a university professor in Germany, um, and my sister, when they come to visit, you know, it's funny because my brother-in-law, who he he has done a lot of work in um, um, also biodiversity bio and uh, ecology and sustainability, et cetera, and, and conservation. He's a scientist. Um, and uh, he he says that whenever whenever they come to 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 Italy, they don't they don't speak a lot of Italian. They don't speak a lot of Italian, but uh, bless you. <laughs> but they say whenever they need to, if they're in a, in a city center, etc., and they need to communicate, they go immediately to whoever looks non-Italian. <laughs> and it's always uh, highest highest level of culture, uh, amazing language abilities. Okay, you know people who who are clearly not from from Italy, for example. Often they're they're you know they are just the fact that they're here is amazing <laughs> you know some of it's because of and that's not always I mean I just I mean that you know but in being able to apply those skills is not easy it's possible but the entry um, barriers are very high so again that being said um, you know that thing about building community is again very important so. That's all I have to say about that <laughs> for the moment. How, how people, okay, I know that you did talk about education, but if you come as um, as a student, of course you already are entry to the community, don't? But say maybe, for example, uh, you come with a visa for work. How do you enter into a community? Uh, because now, as a traditional society, where people right. have a lot of value right. for traditional setting, uh, right. You need to know somebody who knows somebody that knows somebody who knows somebody. Then your yeah. it will be easy for you, though. If you sure. don't, then it's gonna be hard for you. So your suggestion or what you're saying, which I, I I see there's a lot of value there, is for you to be in a community or in a network of people, so that mm -hmm. when you need to do something, they will be able to help you because they know somebody who knows somebody who know another person that can do something for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, you, so this can help, and you know, really, with community, it's more about just support and information, um, not necessarily favors, not necessarily, you know, um, and, and if that happens, that's great because that is how Italian society works primarily. It does work a lot on on that, um, on references and and this sort of thing. Um, but I, I mean, I I did come completely independently. I came by myself. I did everything by myself. So, you know, and this was just in gumption and in, how do you say, perseverance, okay? So you can also do that. And that works just as just as well. And that's what I did. <laughs> and it wasn't easy. And it was very, it was, uh, you know, difficult. But what I relied on is my international communities, okay? Communities of, I did a lot uh, rely on my international communities. Um, because there's the perspective of even if you're established or even if you were born in Italy, but you have an idea of what it's like to not just be an Italian growing up in Italy, you have more understanding of other perspectives and other cultures. And again, there's a big community of, of, of Italians that have all born and bred and always lived in Italy only. And there's a limited perspective there, right? So one thing that's important, though, is to um, be very certain about, uh, again, your value and to approach everything with your value is the most important thing that you're 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 presenting. OK, because there are a lot of, um, again, high barriers in Italy, even culturally, in terms of the way people speak to each other and treat each other you know, just on a personal level. There's a lot. Of, there are a lot of barriers. OK. Um, and I, one of the areas that I also, you know, I believe, believe a lot in and concentrated a lot in, in yeah. my life was ethics. I think ethics are very important and it's very simple what it, a good ethic is. Good ethic is no matter what your motivation is, you're either, if you're harming someone in any way, that is 
wrong, incorrect, and bad. <laughs> okay. Instead, if you're benefiting or being beneficial uh, to people, okay, no matter, and we're not speaking about motivation, you're either hurting or harming or benefiting. Okay. And that's black or white, good or bad, whatever. Okay. This is um, in terms of being able to um, define, because this is one thing that Italians don't understand sometimes. <laughs> okay. I, I shouldn't say that I, because I shouldn't say that, but this, I, I come from a more of an ethic, um, oh, not more of an ethic, but I come from a background that was very, very focused on ethics where it's either black or white, it's good or bad, it's, you know, wrong or right, uh, et cetera. So, you know, and there's the gray areas are, are, are less defined in terms of applying um, ethics. Okay, so um, and I think this can happen anywhere in any culture, in any society. But I think if you start off on that um, foot, it's it's a bit easier to, um, you know, it's a bit easier to at least have your motivation clear and solid in terms of way things are, are managed and handled, you know, um, it can be offensive <laughs> in terms of having to deal with gray areas of where, you know, um, the motivation is more important than than what you're actually applying in your interaction with others. All right. All right. <laughs> I've got a question for you, uh, Sarah. Yes. Uh, you know, as entrepreneur, as a business person, you are always finding a solution to a problem. If we can manage to find a, a problem, that is a good thing now because many you are going to cash in on that problem. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say uh, people that are coming to Italy to do business or those that are already in Italy to do business, there are, I think there should be more than 5 million immigrants in Italy uh, as we talk. Uh, of course, that number should be growing. Uh, some of these people uh, want to be free from the uh, from the setup of working for 40 years and they're going to retire. I mean, they want to go sure. to, into business. And because right, they are no right. traditionally Italians, they are they perfectly fit into what we are describing today, that there are these challenges for them. But right. what kind of businesses could actually be built around these challenges? Uh, because like I said, if that is a problem, that is a good thing. You mean, as right. an entrepreneur, you have something to solve. If that is right. no problem, then you don't need, you don't have anything to do. So what kind of business opportunity can sure. be built around okay. the challenges facing non-Italia in Italy who want to do business in Italy? All right. All right. Okay. Absolutely. Italy has massive opportunity in digital services. Okay. The digitalization of, of Italy. So use of internet, use of the computer simply, you know, is, is um, you know, there, there's, there is big opportunity there. Okay. Um, and that's one thing that is easy, easy to get established anywhere. You know, it takes a lot of usage of, of um, you know, it's one of those things where uh, being focused on digital can be can be helpful. Setting up apps that solve problems for local community, the local community, having it um, represented locally. Okay, um, so this is one thing that. Is, is quite useful. Anything regarding, you know, again, that, that anything regarding digital, if, if it, you know, depending on expertise and experience, etc. There's a lot of opportunity there. So, um, and that's something that, you know, um, anything in terms of co consultancy, or, you know, um, setting up, for example, areas of um, activity that have to do with, um, this is actually something also that I recommend. What's really, one thing that's great in Italy, to be completely honest, is to have activity that is independent from Italy and to enjoy living here. <laughs> and there is an area now of even uh, obtaining visas called digital nomad, a digital nomad visa, okay? I, I'm sure. Are you familiar with what a digital nomad is? Yeah, yeah. But I, okay. I, I, will, I think our audience would benefit if you could expand on that more. Yes. Okay. So that is one thing. I Italy has a great quality of life, but integration into society has so many barriers that I almost recommend to, uh, recommend avoiding it. Not entirely. And it is important to integrate and it is important to be beneficial to the society. And you can do that in a million ways. Absolutely. Um, but to 
it's almost more important to be as economically independent as you can and then work into being economically integrated because of the barriers. So in the digital nomad visa, which is a work visa, if you can be, uh, get employment uh, on a remote basis, so working from anywhere, uh, this is another way to do it, looking for remote opportunities, which now after COVID especially, is a, there's a big market opportunity. It's a huge area of, uh, of um, a huge work area, so uh, employment area, remote jobs work from home jobs or um, they're also called, yeah, that's, I think it's just mostly work from home jobs or remote. And uh, again, these, most of these, sometimes they are looking for specific language skills, um, you know, um, digital skills. So programs, being able to use um, CMSs or CRMs or, um, you know, project manager. There's a lot of areas that, you can develop, even if it's just simple research, online research or data entry jobs or customer service jobs where you get a, you know, you, you get a call through your, your computer or phone and you, you know, you answer questions that you trained on. So it could be IT about, you know, um, or a product, you know, so you can be trained, you can get trained by a company and, and have these sorts of jobs where you can work anywhere. And then you apply for through the Italian um, uh, Questura, uh, you apply for your digital nomad permit or visa, permesso di soggiorno. <laughs> so uh, you can also, you know, again, this whole process is complex. It has improved slightly over the last, you know, 20 years. Um, you know, but again, it's still, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it takes a lot of patience and you're, and there's a lot of um, resistance. Okay, that's one thing. It, there's a lot of resistance in Italy in terms of opening up to any sort of outside influence or people or, or you know, uh, businesses or there is resistance. And so, and that's just something to accept or ex not accept, not accept, expect <laughs> um, in terms of how you then approach it you know, that has to be done in a way where a lot of patience, a lot of patience, for sure, a lot of tolerance. <laughs> All right. All right. Sarah, <clears throat> this is a very important mm -hmm. conversation for me and for our community. We're talking of the immigrant mm -hmm. community in Italy. It yes. has, they are looking for ways to also do business, uh, even though they are here. A lot yes. of them have some of these challenges uh, because mm -hmm. the Italian law is very stringent sometimes, yes. very yes. tough. Uh, of course, is because that law is tough that Italy is what it is. Uh, many people come here because they enjoy Italy. It's also mm -hmm. because of the law, because if the law were not there, it would be wiped out by other big multinationals, no? Sure, so sure. The, it is good that those laws are there. Of course, that is how the thing is set up. But right, exactly. It, it yeah, also should exactly make right. it possible for people to work. All right. Right. Now, right. talking of this digital nomad, of course, I, I see now that you are making reference to people who want to come to Italy, no? Right. But what about the people who are already in Italy? They already have residence, they have paper, they are sure. legally here, and yes. they want to do business. You know, for example, in Italy, if you have a, a particular EVA, mm -hmm. which is uh, mm -hmm. uh, the, the task code for you to uh, to be able to pay tax if you have a registered business, then right. that is not even a problem at all, because this is something I've been dealing with personally for a very mm -hmm. uh, number of years, because I've always like to have my own business, you see? Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but the clause that when you have a business, even though you are working here, you mm -hmm. have a business, you still have money you need to pay to IMS, which is, I think, something like around uh, 2,000 euro a year, something like that. Right. This is irrespective of how much your business make. This is where I find it to be really challenging. For right. somebody who already established a business, you are earning a good income, that is perfectly fine. What is 2,500 euros, 1,200, whatever it is that the teams sure. will charge you. But right. what if you are just starting? Maybe you don't earn any money yet, or maybe you are earning very little. Maybe in a year you are earning 1,000 euros, or you are earning right. 2,000 euros because you are just starting. Right, right. You have no way of going around that. And this is despite the fact that you are working in Italy, you are already paying tasks. The law still say you need to pay this S because you register the company, you have a right. partita IVA, you need to pay this. So I was saying right. the law have said, okay, 
you have a registration, you pay the tax for what you mm -hmm. earn. Then right. it becomes easy for you now because if you earn 1 million euro, you pay tax for 1 million euro. If you earn zero, you pay zero tax. If you earn right. 1,000 euro, you pay one, a tax for 1,000 euro. Right. But right. in Italy, it is not like that. Now, right. for people who want to set up businesses, what is the, what is the uh, possibility you see there that maybe they might set up business in their own country, but they are living mm -hmm. in Italy, they are running the right. business, but this is not a physical business because now you can run business online. What right. is your take on that? All right. So now there, even with uh, the personal tax code, you can ask for deferment of payment where you pay at the end of the year or the following year as opposed to ahead of time. So to be fair, that's a matter of, you know, if you, and this is how uh, a lot of things work in business and in the legal system. If you get an answer that doesn't make sense to you, that doesn't work, you find another answer. <laughs> you find another person who will give you another answer because everybody's going to give a different answer. And this is the way, this is the application, un unfortunately, fortunately, of a lot of things, and especially in Italy. So if you are getting this, if this is what is being told to you and you don't agree with it, or it doesn't seem like that's fair, that makes sense, find another person to tell you to, to give, get more information because it is likely that it's an interpretation that is not necessarily the definition or the entire truth. It's an interpretation. And so unfortunately, this is one of, this is one of the gatekeeping um, techniques. So it's necessary in that case to find someone else, find somebody, find a, some, somebody who you can trust in your community. And that's the way it works as well. So because there are, again, with law and with bureaucracy, there are lots of definitions to things. And sometimes they aren't re respecting human rights. Okay, they're respecting uh, protectionism, they're re uh, respecting um, invested interests. So if you get an answer that you don't like, find another answer um, because that's not the only answer. So, and can keep asking questions, ask questions everywhere you can because you will find another answer. So, you know, and nothing is absolute. So one person tells you one thing, that's that person's interpretation Sometimes people are very informed and they tell you, but if they're that informed, they will give you a solution as well, because there is always a solution. There is always, otherwise there are no problems, no problems, no solutions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Could you say, could you say more about the digital normand? Because yeah. now, because I think that can be more interesting now in that, uh, but in the digital normand, I would like you to speak about, it is not for somebody who is coming in. I'm looking for a solution for somebody that is already in. Yeah. Okay. No, it can be a solution. So if you're, because for example, again, Europe, there's European Union, any country that um, now there are limitations for this, but in the European Union, you know, anyone who there's freedom of movement also within Europe. And um, you know, if you're sometimes for example, coming in in Italy is quite difficult, but sometimes it's easier to co come in to, you know, to France, for example, or do an application in uh, Germany or in Austria or in um, Portugal, Greece, for example. So one of the other European countries uh, where you can register your business and do business throughout Europe, you know, you can um, you can begin sometimes even with um, with uh, residency, you can find a business partner who is in, again, in your communities, okay, you can have several communities, but somebody who is residing in Greece, who's going to be your business partner, you're registered in Greece, and you have your, your you've got what you need to be able to do business both in Greece and then also in Italy, because Italy is part of the European Union. So sometimes you have to look for these, their legal loopholes, completely legal, okay, following law, following local law, but ways that make it easier, okay, it's a matter of you, you, it, it's almost like, you know, applying also ethics and logic to what you're doing, because, OK, we know we know there's freedom of movement. We know that there's freedom of doing business. Even, you know, if you're working in the legality of things, everything's possible because there's, you know, what what is what needs to be impeded? There's no reason that it shouldn't be possible. Right. So you find a way. 
okay? And, and it's thinking creatively. It's creative ap uh, application of solutions. Again, I said no problems, no solutions, but also, you know, without a solution, without a problem, without a solution, there is no problem. Also, that's something else, right? <laughs> it's like a so, um, and in that case, it's just a matter of finding other um, other areas that can be more open to what you want to do. So sometimes, you know, if let's say, you know, um, you know, that flexibility of thinking about Europe is Europe has how many countries that are all working together that are all you know and they're integrating new new countries always everyone has different entry barriers and and ways of doing bureaucracies some are more advanced than others as well you know um for example <laughs> just you know um just on the border of italy uh in um in um uh, what is this is it slovenia uh they have they're working on you know, some of the Europe, most more Eastern European countries are very technologically advanced with their bureaucracy. They're very quick. Everything's online, instant. You know, um, this helps when when we're speaking about moving about, moving around, because you do have to have access. Is again playing the games. You need a local bank. You need local residency. You need. Um, you do have to find. Sometimes you find these loopholes, and it's legal entirely. But you find ways to. Um, to address the the problem this okay you need residency find residency okay you find a business partner they have residency there okay that's your business partner okay and this is what i mean by working with your community finding smart solutions because it's the smart solutions and understanding that one person is giving one answer and that's could be their personal opinion or personal interpretation <laughs> and that again if the trust element is there, if you can establish, you can establish trust with somebody you don't know, but you, that takes, you know, those sorts of elements that are undescribable or unexplainable sometimes of understanding <laughs> another. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. That, that is really yeah. very interesting and, and informative. I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah. All right. Now, um, for businesses out there that you have encountered, um, maybe in in Italy, no, or maybe those. Of yeah. course, let, let's say in Italy because okay, you are here in Italy. I understand that you, you of course, are working with people now. You are training people in business, correct? Right, I do that as well. Yes. Uh, all right. Yes, so, right. what do you see as some of the biggest challenges that they face? This can be maybe a general term, and not necessarily be because they are in Italy. Because in business, whether you are in China or in India or here in Italy, you are essentially rendering a service to people. But right. this. I, this simple idea that you need to do something for somebody, that is the only way you're going to get money, is not even right. very simple for people to understand sometimes. Yes, yes. <laughs> so right. what what do you see to be the challenges of that entrepreneurial phase or maybe right. new entrepreneurial phase, those who want to get into business? Because that is right. why a lot of people are not entrepreneurs because they, they don't understand it. So they just, okay, I, let me just work for people for the rest of my life. Right, 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 right. Okay. And in this, there's that idea of finding something someplace else, okay, as opposed to building something from where you are and then offering it to, to other places. And this can be on a personal level. So working on your own, again, value, value add, what your experience is, educating yourself. So I also very highly believe in self-education or, you know, uh, working on what it is that you can offer to the world, okay? Uh, what, you know, your personal talents, abilities, interests, um, you know, areas of, of, of experience or education. So it's almost that that process of self-discovery, <laughs> you could say, which, but again, building on what your resources can be. Okay. Resources can, uh, is everything around you. It's not just money. So identifying what are your resources? What could you offer? And that could be simply some sort of, it could be something that's growing. It could be something that's, you know, something that's, that could be produced you know, natural resources are the most fundamental resources that we have. Giving more value to our natural resources and our natural resources are the things, the things in nature growing around us, but also our personal nature. 
Um, and, and these are things that have an immense value and to not be underestimated or undervalued. Um, and then, you know, so, so seeing what it is that you have, that there is in your context to offer to the world, okay? Products, services, um, knowledge, okay? Those are the, basically the three things that you can offer to the world. I mean, there are plenty of others or declensions of those three things. Product services and, and knowledge, know-how, okay? So, um, and any know-how that you have, as, no matter how simplistic it seems, is a value to add, okay? So, there's also the thing about identifying even a problem that you in your community, wherever you're coming from, has, and address that, being able to find the resources elsewhere to be able to address that in the future, okay? And I think this is one of the, this is a, a, a personal journey that's quite common and that's very necessary, very necessary. Otherwise, everybody, nobody would, there would be no, you know, we, there would be no evolving, there would be no improvement, there would be no, you know, so so it's it's very necessary to have perspective, et cetera. So um, in, in that, you know, the thing about, Understanding that the only way to go anywhere is to offer services, value, et cetera, and to identify what it is that you have to offer. Uh, and to, you know, again, at the end of the day, um, everything else is putting negativity out into the world. <laughs> and that, and it's true that that comes back, you know, that, that comes back. And that's where we are right now in in our our world. Quite is quite quite the the standard and rule of reality is that we're dealing with a lot of negative consequences of of a, a lot of you know you could say implementation, which is not necessarily balanced. You know, it's important to have a balance in the way we implement things. So, um, so uh, and again, that idea of adding to adding to your, to, you know, also this comes naturally if you do have a society, if you do have a society, a, a community. Okay. So the thing about, you know, you're want to add to your community, um, you know, and, and again, if you look at, if you look at the definition of value or, um, or, you know, um, also in terms of what your, your potential product or service or knowledge can be, you know, there's things that are immediately available and there's things that you have to kind of look into and, and discover and research and learn. But, um, you know, that expression, there's a, there's a common expression, which is, you know, um, in American culture, which there's no free lunch. At the end of the day, um, there is the expectation of giving somehow, right? So no matter what, you know, like the, the idea is, okay, somebody offers you lunch. Well, they want something from you. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, nothing goes for nothing, you know. You're, everything have a price to pay. <laughs> right. I mean, at the end of the day, there is that sort of, you know, that's, I think that's where that's coming from is that, and now it's not true, not entirely, but I think that it's, a, it's an area that still needs a lot of work and a lot of improvement and involvement is that area of, um, Oh, this is another thing too. Even in, um, you know, finding associations that do charity work or being able to work on with some with the, you know, even like um, United Nations and all of their declensions of their activity, um, you know, getting into the um, social realm or the the public realm because in the world there's the public and the private, right? And um, public has to do with you know services and um, and um, how do you say anything that's you know available for not for profit in best case scenario not for profit so things that give that need people just need people and you know volunteering your your time volunteering to go on a mission there's a lot that that's there's a big need for that and that's a that's a nice way to to enter into anywhere you want to go. So looking into volunteer opportunities, for example, which is that's just a foot in the door, okay. And also a way to to get um, to build more um, 
you know, to, to build more knowledge about things. But, um, but in terms of, again, in global society, um, sometimes, you know, and sometimes you do go far, far, far away and realize it was so much better where you went, you, where you, where you came from, <laughs> you know, but freedom of movement is absolutely fundamental and being able to go where you want is absolutely fundamental. Absolutely. But sometimes it, having that perspective of, of appreciation and, you know, that, that is it without perspective, we, we have, we have nothing. So, yeah. um, all right. Now, now, uh, uh, still within the realm of uh, of business, or maybe people who want to do business. Oh, in this case, now look at our peculiar case uh, because okay, mm -hmm. uh, you are coming from the United States, you are living in Italy. I'm coming from Nigeria, I'm living in Italy. So we are sort of looking mm -hmm. at these people, mm -hmm. this category of people who might have right. uh, sort of peculiar challenges. Right. Uh, now, what role does would mindset play for this kind of people? Uh, put it in, put it into into contest the fact that yes. they have left their home the fact that they are away from their home that you have right. to basically rebuild everything from making the first friend from sometimes in my own case learning to speak the first right. word in italian right so right. putting all this in contest then you need to develop a kind of a mindset that is going to help you understand that this is right. not the end of it you need to have a bigger dream and right. in this case we're looking at business help me understand right. that Yes, yes, yes. Now, and and this again is what what uh, you know to to build a to build a community to build your yourself in establishing where you are. Um, there is that aspect of you know if you if you work together. That's why I support female entrepreneurs, right? Because that's part of that's one of my communities. That's you know I'm a I'm a female. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to support female entrepreneurs, right? And I'm going to work on pulling everyone up with me. But this is just one area. You know I I do a lot of work in a lot of different areas, and it's a, it's you know um, what you can assist, how you can assist, what you can add. If I have a business opportunity of some kind, who am I gonna who am I gonna employ to help me? My other female entrepreneurs or, or uh, mamapreneurs. <laughs> For example, you know, just simply that's that's you know that's I identify very closely with that. But I'm going to I'm going to identify with yeah. anybody who who I understand their value, and that you know I of course you know that's one thing that being able to understand the value of of people who are not necessarily coming from Italy, that's that's a big value. I absolutely see that value, undeniably, absolutely. So it's helpful to build that community and to build businesses where you are working with your community. It's very important. So, you know, and again, these sorts of vehicles, as I was mentioning, in the business world today, get your idea, get your resources, in that can be people, friends, you know, part of your community, people you don't know, but that uh, work in the area that you want that you want to be working in. Define your idea, grow your idea, document your idea. Okay, literally make a business plan. Put it all together. Identify all your resources. Identify your long-term goals. You know, identify what it is that you're that you're adding. There are a million templates, as we spoke about, for a business plan that define exactly what you need to put up to put together a business. And you can find a business plan for any for global uh, um, startup, a global startup, a, a global um, um, you could say activity, or local, or you know cross border, or international, or multinational. Okay, um, so you know where you're going to establish your business in different places, or you're doing it digitally. You know, this is these are all areas to define. To to you know, um, you can even research. Give me a business idea, you know, or this is what I, these are my resources. What can I do? Research it, you know, any longer there, there's for every, you know, for every question, there are a million answers, a million, billions of answers. Find the one that you like. No, no, I, I think that message really resonates with the people, uh, particularly with the people who believe that uh, uh, nine to five is the end all and be all. 
So that message is, is for you, is for all of us to understand that, yeah, you can carve out something for yourself. There is a room yeah. for you. There is a, because business is nothing more than rendering a service to people. What kind of right. solution do you want to bring to the table? If you can bring right. a solution to the table, then the marketplace will pay you. So, of course, maybe you are trying, you are not getting something yet. Uh, it just, it, the market is giving a vote. It probably you need to twist something and it's going right. to work. But of course, now we understand that mindset is going to play a pivotal role here in that you first of all need to believe that what you are doing is going to work. Otherwise, you are not going to have the energy to keep on pushing on that. Right. So I right. think these are very important for us, particularly uh, when you are that person who is away from your home and you mm -hmm. want to still make sure that you pursue your dream because right. it is important right. to pursue your dream. You never want to underestimate that. Right. All right. right. Sarah, thank you so much. So remind the people again, how can they reach out to you? Yes. So uh, I am on, I'm pretty present on social media for the most part on uh, LinkedIn, Sarah Sky Shooty. It's uh, S-C-H-U-T-T-E. I do have some artistic activities. I, I work, I have projects in music, which is a, a passion of mine. So there you can find me at Sarah Sky Stars, which is just my, my, my stage name. You could say my musical name. Uh, and then um, my activity right now that I'm building is Skyport Ventures and you can look for me there if you search for me on Google you will find me <laughs> um, but in any case um, and I you know again if there's any uh, any requests or specific information I'd be happy to to help out with that uh, and then again you know maybe also sign up on on uh, YouTube for this for the podcast and uh, be sure that you uh, connect on social media is helpful. Uh, you can also send me an email at sarahsky at gmail.com, which is pretty simple. So, All right. Super, super. That's pretty simple, like you said. So what would be your final thought uh, today? We talked about uh, business, uh, of course, your business activity, what you do and how you help mm -hmm. people. And of course, we, in the particular case, we look at the immigrant situation of people who are away from home, who are yeah. in Italy, uh, looking at the peculiarity of the Italian business ecosystem. And all mm -hmm. those, are, of course, uh, are important for people to understand. So uh, perhaps there is something you wanted to say in line with all these that I didn't ask you, or maybe something you just wanted to reinforce. Please go ahead and conclude it in your own way. Yes. Uh, okay. So again, you know, um, the, the thing about every action has a reaction and it's important to, to work on the doing the correct actions because they will return with the best case scenario for yourself. You know, again, it's a game, you play the game, but you play it correctly. You can invent your own rules even, but you play correctly <laughs> because you're playing with other people. And it's one of those things where the more you build your network of uh, assistance and network of of community and uh, you know even business connections. This is something that will grow exponentially. So it's very important to start off in the right direction and continue in that direction, and uh, things will come back correctly. Every anything else is is not going to get you where you want to be. So it depends on if you want to be where you want to be or not. That's mostly it that's so, so clear that's so clear the choice is yours it's, it's like you have been put at the driver's seat now so decide uh, what you want to do so thank you so much for that sarah i appreciate your time so, and sharing thank you as well that was it was uh, it's lovely to speak to you and you're doing great work and i i keep going and i will i will assist any way i can <laughs> thank you so much i appreciate that i really do